Today too. I've heard that song before. I'm your host, Joe Hunter, and my co-host today is author and jazz pianist, Les Roberts. Hi, Joe. How you doing? Very good, and we're so happy to have you back in the studio today. And I'd love to come back and talk music with you. Well, you've chosen a wonderful song for us to examine today, Les. You've picked the great Richard Rodgers and Oscar Hammerstein composition, It Might As Well Be Spring. One of my top five favorites of all time. I love the construction. I love the lyrics. I love the tune, certainly. Wonderful chords. It's just a great song to listen to and to talk about. And the song comes from the 1945 show State Fair. 1945 movie. Movie. Yes, Yes, thank you very much, because that's a very important point, because it actually went on to win the Academy Award that year, Best Song of the Year. Yeah. So certainly recognized by a lot of people as a masterpiece. When did you first get introduced to this tune? Well, I think I saw that movie when I was very, very young. I didn't quite get the song. But by the time I got to be a teenager, this was picked up by a lot of terrific jazz singers of my day. I listened to the lyrics, and I really was very enchanted by what it had to say, because this is a song about a person who is confused, discombobulated, doesn't know whether he or she is coming or going, and It's done so lyrically. I mean, Oscar Hammerstein II was a masterful lyricist. So I think the lyrics got to me before the music did. Yes, there's something very restless about the person who is singing this song, is feeling something, doesn't really quite know what it is. And I think we'll actually have you read the lyrics after we listen to this first rendition, because I think they're worthy of hearing all the way through. This first version we're going to hear comes from Astru Gilberto and Stan Getz. Now, of course, many of our listeners might be familiar with Astru Gilberto's voice from the original recording of The Girl from Ipanema. Fantastic. And that was her. She sings with a beautiful accent, too. I mean, it's very, very sexy and very, very appealing. So this first setting is going to be, given Astrude's involvement in this, a bossa nova rendition. We were talking earlier, Les, this tune often is played with that sort of Brazilian or Latin beat. Yep. One thing I want to point out to our listeners, ordinarily music that comes from Brazil featured a guitar. It's guitar-based music, and this particular rendition, which is done as a bossa nova, has no guitar, which is kind of unusual. The chords are played by a vibraphone. It's a little unusual. It is unusual, but, you know, when you're listening to Stan Getz, you don't care what anybody else is doing. That's such a treat to listen to him. Absolutely. And for all you jazz fans out there, I'm almost certain that this is vibraphonist Gary Burton on this record. He played a lot with Stan Getz in the early 60s, about the time this record was made. And this is from a live album that they did, Astru Gilberto and Stan Getz. So why don't we listen to this classic tune, music by Richard Rogers, the words by Oscar Hammerstein. This is It Might As Well Be Spring. Restless as a willow in a windstorm. I'm as jumping as a puppet on a string. I'd say that I have spring fever, but I know it isn't spring. I'm as starry-eyed and vaguely discontented, like a nightingale. Song to sing 
Gilberto with the great tenor saxophonist Stan Getz performing our featured song for this week, Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein's classic song, It Might As Well Be Spring. You know, Joe, I think everybody ought to listen to this song three times in a row. First time for the general impression. Second time listening to her. Third time listening to Stan Getz. Tremendous it is solo. just amazing. And the way he supports her while she is singing, I've never heard anything like that in my life. It's terrific. Well, there's that sort of just innocence about her interpretation. Of yeah. It. 
And I think we should point out to our younger listeners out there that the usage of the word gay is the original idea, very lighthearted. So I always thought that was an interesting contrast. I feel so gay in a melancholy way. That's right. Can't put your finger on exactly what it is. Right. I love this song so much. I'm glad we're exploring it because it's one of the greats. And of course, that song is It Might As Well Be Spring by Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein. And Les, we were talking about the wonderful, restless quality of the lyric to this song. I thought before we heard the next version, we could have you read the lyrics for us. Sure. I'm as restless as a willow in a windstorm. I'm as jumpy as a puppet on a string. I'd say that I had spring fever, but I know it isn't spring. I am starry-eyed and vaguely discontented, like a nightingale without a song to sing. This is somebody in trouble. Oh, why should I have spring fever when it isn't even spring? I keep wishing I were someone else, walking down a strange new street, hearing words that I've never heard from a girl I've yet to meet. I'm as busy as a spider spinning daydreams, so very busy but spinning nothing. I'm as giddy as a baby on a swing. I haven't seen a crocus or a rosebud or a robin on the wing, but I feel so gay in a melancholy way, that's part of one thing, part of another, that it might as well be spring. It might as well be spring. Lovely, lovely poetry. Beautiful, absolutely poetry by Oscar Hammerstein there. Well, our next rendition is going to be performed by a veteran cabaret singer from New York City. Her name is Sandy Stewart, and she's going to be accompanied by her son, Bill Sharlop, who I believe personally is one of the greatest piano players out there right now coming out of New York City. Oh, yeah. So I thought we would hear something from a duet record that they made a couple years ago. And this rendition we're going to hear actually features the verse, which I have never heard before. I was not familiar with. I'm not either. I can't wait to hear it. So this is Sandy Stewart and the great Bill Sharlop. It might as well be spring. The things I used to like, I don't like anymore. I want a lot of other things I never had before. It's just like mother says I sit around and mope Pretending I'm wonderful And knowing I'm a dope Well, that first is a marvelous setup. Very, very classy. I'm as restless as a willow in a windstorm. I'm as jumpy as a puppet on a string. I'd say that I had spring. When I know it isn't spring, I am starry-eyed and vaguely discontented, like a nightingale without a song to sing. Spring 
somewhere else Walking down a strange new street Hearing words that I have never heard From a man I've yet to meet As a spider spinning daydreams I'm as jumpy as a baby on a swing I haven't seen a crocus or a rosebud So mature and so experienced and so confused. Oh 
or a robin on the wing. But I feel so gay in a melancholy That it might as well be spring. Ah, yes, it might as And that was Bill Charlotte on the piano accompanying his mother, New York cabaret singer Sandy Stewart, on our featured song this week, It Might As Well Be Spring, music by Richard Rogers and lyrics by Oscar Hammerstein. That was absolutely enthralling absolutely, to listen yeah. to that. She is so great. Really, and a very mature person telling the story here. Definitely. Really understood that lyric. Compared to Astrid and the way she sang the song, Sandy Stewart sounds mature, experienced, and even more confused because she's old enough to know better. I love it. She really emphasized when she says, I don't know why I have spring fever when I know that it's not spring, but yet I can't explain what I'm feeling. That's why the song is so great, I think. What a great album. Again, that comes from a Blue Note release entitled Love Is Here To Stay. Bill Charlop on piano and Sandy Stewart on vocals. Uh-huh. We're going to continue with our instrumental version of this classic American song. It might as well be spring music by Richard Rogers, lyric by Oscar Hammerstein. thought we'd listen to a version by the wonderful jazz violinist, Stefan Grappelli. Mm. He was such a marvelous talent. You know, you talk about Itzhak Perlman and Yasha Heifetz and people like that. This guy was every bit as good when he played jazz. A marvelous, marvelous musician. And again, we're returning to the bossa nova beat. Uh We just heard Sandy and Bill do that beautiful plaintive version of it. But now we're going to return more to the spirit of our first recording that we heard, the Estru Gilberto. There's a marvelous cadenza at the end of this piece. We'd like to bring that to our listeners' attention. After he finishes the song, he does a solo sort of ad-lib cadenza on it that's really quite marvelous. I can't wait to hear it. So this is jazz violinist Stefan Grappelli, accompanied by electric guitar, bass, and drums, doing It Might As Well Be Spring. Thank you. 
Thank you. 
Now that's what you call a big finish. <laughs> <laughs> great cadenza on the end there. That was Stefan Grappelli, the great jazz violinist, playing our featured song, It Might As Well Be Spring. And I'll tell you, the first thing that I was struck with, Les, was it was such a playful interpretation. Yes. I mean, ultimately, there is a, an extremely joyous quality to this song. Oh, it's yeah. a restless happiness. We don't know where it came from. But boy, I just thought his performance was filled with that. I mean, it was so playful, so whimsical and happy. He was a joyful musician, and I do love to listen to him. And another thing that I thought was very interesting, and I'm so glad we had the lyrics read earlier, that last line, I could really hear him change the tone from, but I feel so gay in a melancholy way. Yeah. Within that one phrase, you heard Stefan Grappelli go from happy and light to just slightly darker. I thought that was kind of fun. Yes. Uh, He used to do things with that violin that most of the rest of us never dreamed could be done. You think about that particular instrument, there's really only a handful of truly great jazz violinists. That's right. Stefan would be right up there at the top. And I should mention to our listeners, when this record was done, he was well into his 70s, you know. He started his career out in the 1920s, and the recording that we just heard was made in the mid-1970s, still playing his heart out. When I used to live in Los Angeles and listen to jazz all the time, almost every day they would play something by Stefan Grappelli, and I always looked forward to that moment because it lifted me and made me work harder when I was writing. Well, that was really very joyous. Joe, I'm having such a great time listening to one of my all-time favorite songs done so many different ways, and I can't wait to hear Ella Fitzgerald do it because Ella not only never sang a song badly, she never sang a bad song. She had exquisite taste. Oh, absolutely. Of course, we're referring to It Might As Well Be Spring, the music by Richard Rogers and lyrics by Oscar Hammerstein. Yes. When she gets finished with anything, it's really something else. One of my favorite quotes is Ira Gershwin saying, I didn't realize how good the songs my brother and I wrote were till I heard Ella sing them. Was, <laughs> He's absolutely that's right. That's one of my favorites. So why don't we listen to this 1961 live recording of Ella and her trio doing our selected song this week, Rogers and Hammerstein's It Might As Well Be Spring. I'm as restless as a willow in a windstorm I'm as jumpy as a puppet on a string I'd say that I had spring fever but I know it isn't spring starry-eyed and vaguely discontented like a nightingale without a song to sing why should I have spring fever when I know it isn't spring strange new street hearing words that I have never heard from a man I've yet to meet I'm as busy as a spider spinning 
spinning daydreams I'm as giddy as a baby on a swing I haven't seen a crocus or a rosebud or a robin on the wing but I feel so gay in a melancholy way that it might as well be spring oh with my That was Ella Fitzgerald from 1961, recorded live, obviously. She was performing our featured song, It Might As Well Be Spring. You know, I've often heard people say, Joe, that listening to Ella's voice is like listening to another musical instrument. And on this one, it was kind of like listening to a very soft, strong tenor saxophone. I was thinking something along the same lines. I mean, we got to hear the lyric, and she sings it so beautifully. But when she does take these little inventive side roads, yes. <laughs> it's almost like a horn player. She has that ability. And, of course, she you know, never misses a note, and she's never out of tune. So she brings that quality to it, an instrumental, and yet we get to hear and appreciate the lyric as well. That's a lovely recording. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Les, we've had a lot of fun today listening to various renditions of this classic American song, It Might As Well Be Spring. I think they were all terrific, and I urge anybody who really loves jazz to go out and search for more versions of this song, because virtually everybody who was any good at all sang it or played it and recorded it, and they're all terrific. Yeah, and as we've mentioned earlier, I mean, this song has been so popular with jazz musicians. I know you and I have gotten a lot of enjoyment over the years playing this song. Oh, yeah. It's been a lot of fun listening to these various takes on it. We're going to finish with our bonus song for you, and Mm -hmm. I've chosen another song by this great team of Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein. This comes from the show South Pacific, and of course this is a song I'm sure you're familiar with less, Happy Talk. Oh my goodness, many, many, many years ago I was in South Pacific, and I didn't sing this particular song, but it was sung to me Uh by the character Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary is trying to get me to marry her daughter. And it's a very optimistic song in many, many ways, but connecting with It Might As Well Be Spring, which was our featured song of today, there is a hope in there, too. Everything is not quite the way Bloody Mary would like it to be, and she's hoping against all hope that this song is going to turn the tide. Well, I've always loved the sentiment of the song, that notion of look on the bright side of life. You know, every cloud has a silver lining, and if you just keep on thinking positive thoughts, you know, something good will happen to that. That notion, I've always enjoyed that. And we're going to hear a marvelous rendition of this song. This comes from a very popular record made in the early 1960s. This was made by great 
alto saxophonist Cannonball Adderley, and it was Cannonball sort of introducing to the world this great young singer named Nancy Wilson. Oh, wow. <laughs> this was a great album. I remember it very well. Wonderful record. And of course, the band on this was Cannonball's original Marvelous Quartet from the early 60s with Joe Zavanul on piano and Sam Jones on bass, Louis Hayes on drums, and of course, Cannonball's brother Nat on the cornet. Right. Well, why don't we hear this rendition that was originally on the Capitol release in 1961. I think it's been re-released by Blue Note Records. This is Nancy Wilson, accompanied by Cannonball Adderley and his quintet, doing Happy Talk. Happy Talk, keep talking, happy talk. Talk about things you'd like to do You gotta have a dream If you don't have a dream How you gonna have a dream come true? Talk about a moon Floating in the sky Looking like a lily on a lake Talk about a bird Learning how to fly Making all the music he can make Happy talk, keep talking, happy talk Talk about things you'd like to do You gotta have a dream if you don't have A star looking like a toy Peeking through the branches of a tree Talk about a girl Talk about a boy Counting all the ripples on the sea Happy talk, keep talking a happy talk Talk about things you'd like to do You gotta have a dream If you don't have a dream How you gonna have a dream come true? And that was Nancy Wilson accompanied by the great Cannonball Adderley and his quintet doing Rodgers and Hammerstein's Happy Talk from South Pacific. It was wonderful. You know, that's such a joyful song. Mm -mm. It's a lovely moment in the show. And that certainly was a very joyous setting. Definitely. Wonderful arrangement there and featured some great alto saxophone there. There's something about Cannonball. Every time I hear him, he sounds like he's smiling when he plays. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I think you're right. Well, we've had a lot of fun today. First, listening to several renditions of Rodgers and Hammerstein It Might As Well Be Spring, and then finally ending with another Rodgers and Hammerstein song entitled Happy Talk, and my co-host today has been Les Roberts. This was a great day, Joe. I just loved all the music we played. So many different takes on such a beautiful song, and then that last one reminded me of a very good time in my own life. Well, we thank you so much. Again, you're listening to I've Heard That Song Before. My name is Joe Hunter, and we'll see you next week. 
Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly, and our kids need to know all of the options available after high school so they're empowered to make the choice that is best for them. In each episode, we explore the latest trends that are shaping the opportunities of today and tomorrow. I'm your host, Betsy Jewell, and this is the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast. 